Mike's Daily Podcast. FM episode 2351. is my new accent that I have decided to take. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to my new accent. It's Mike Matthews, and I have to say, yay, it's been some kind of interesting Thursday of Wednesday because I had stuff to do. It's episode 2351, 2351, and I have gotten through Mike's Daily Podcast, the song that I just sung. It's done. Yay. So here we go with the show, Mike's, Mike's Daily Podcast. Daily You can listen to this in a myriad of places. And yes, it is also on the website, mikesdailypodcast.com. The last podcast picture featured a bunch of Santa Clauses all hanging out on a tree, having a wonderful time. The picture I took in Niles, California. Now, what am I going to do for the picture today? Yikes. I knew that I would not know. So that makes this show so interesting is what's Mike going to pick for his podcast picture? I'll get to that in a second. And we'll talk about cheese. I read in a book, I think it was called Sugar, Fat, and Salt, that the more fat you eat, the more you crave. It's not like the more salt you eat, the, like the if you put more salt in a particular food, you go, oh, that's too salty. Or if there's like a food's too sweet, you, you know, you, it's like too sweet at some point. But with fat, we love fat. We can't get enough. We, we just, the more fat, the more we want to eat it. So not exactly the best thing for our diets. And as I discovered by going to see the doctor today, that I saw the doctor and when I went to see this doctor, the doctor said, you need to... And here's today's podcast picture. Have less of the bad fats. Have the more of the good fats in your diet. The, the good triglycerides, or whatever they call that. And so I am still working on that. The podcast picture is from a year ago. Around the time as we were approaching Christmas time. And... I was having a hard time because it was my first Christmas without this guy that's about to start talking in just a moment. We were getting really close to, you know, and when it's your first year getting, uh, when someone has passed, your first time without them, it's tough. Yeah, Basil the Boxer. That's right. The late great Basil the Boxer. In fact, we went on a walk in Half Moon Bay and we actually oh we were on horses that's right and my horse's name was Mr. Ed and I'll have a nice little Christmas picture from a year ago how about that we'll put that at mikesdailypodcast.com and we had this I'm walking I'm I'm, I'm, uh, on a horse the horse is walking and I'm on this horse it was fantastic And it really helped me. I mean, here I am. I'm grieving over an animal that died earlier in 2020. And I'm on a horse. I'm on an animal. And he's walking along. Poor guy. Carrying all 250 pounds of me. Dang. I felt bad for him. But Mr. Ed 
We walked for a little bit on the beach. It's these special uh, horse tours you can do. These horseback riding tours in Half Moon Bay. And then we walked. There was this part. There was this beach, and I've been there now a couple of times in the past year. But there was a beach. Basil, the boxer, and I went to. I posted podcast pictures from it because I was there recently. Popular beach in Half Moon Bay. The last time we were there, as a matter of fact, my lovely lady friend and I, we brought Basil with us. And it was such a wonderful, beautiful sunset. We did that, that's right, just before my birthday last month. November 17th. And we watched a beautiful sunset. Well, I had not been back to that beach since Basil had passed. I thought it would be too much. Too much for me because I missed him so much. I mean, we spent 10 years together. A dog. You know, and I mean, some people, their dogs... Last 15, 16, maybe 17 years old But he only got to about 11, 11 and a half So we're walking uh, uh, on. So on that beach is what I'm saying That Poplar Beach was the first time I had been back to that beach Since Basil had passed And to be back on that beach Not with my feet But with horse's hooves Riding a horse it was an interesting experience And Basil had many times Wanted to chase the horses So it was a neat way of remembering him But that podcast picture I'm posting is not from Half Moon Bay Why don't we We'll do a Christmas looking picture From a year ago See it at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com So yes We are getting close Ever so close now To Christmas Back tomorrow A bunch Of Lunchtime Christmas parties are happening For a lot of companies Especially around the Bay Area Perhaps your company is doing the same And so It's interesting because A couple of things I always seem to get prevented somehow Blocked from going To these Christmas parties One thing or another When you're a manager This has only happened since I've become a manager Somebody calls in I'm sick I can't come in Can you fill in for me? Well that means I can't go to the party I'm sorry Mike I really appreciate it <laughs> Of course they're not calling you on the phone Saying that They're texting you So they're probably lying So tomorrow's gonna be a fun day Maybe with cheese Maybe some sort of celebration happening But Juliet Harboot The uh, she is from the website TheCheeseWeb.com And by the way It is so cold right now In the Bay Area Here in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth At Cafe Anyway With all these fine people Hanging out with me Enjoying a cheese platter perhaps But as we go outside of Cafe Anyway We're bringing Mike Stilly Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Where it's really cold Really cold. Cheese expert and book author Juliet Harbutt identifies seven cheese types classified by their rind and texture. And here they are. Believe it or not, here are right now the seven cheeses, cheese, cheese types. Cheese, talking about cheese. Here we go. There's fresh with no rind, aged fresh with a wrinkled rind, soft white with a velvety white rind. Semi-soft with a thin and dry to orange and sticky rind. There's hard with a rough or polished rind. 
blue with a sticky to crusty rind, and flavor added with a colorful or exotic rind. The type of milk used also gives a distinctive profile to cheeses. In general, cheese made with cow's milk tastes sweet and buttery. Goat's milk tastes tangy, and sheep's milk, it has olive notes. Have you had the feta cheese? The cheese's flavor is greatly influenced by its terroir. I guess that's how you say it. The environmental factors unique to the region where the cheese is made. Influences is terroir. Including the local climate, the soil, the types of plants eaten by the animals producing the milk and water sources. It needs to be certified. Let's see, there's the European Union's protected designation of origin. The Italian Dominzioni di Origini Controllata. And the French Appellation d'Orange Protégé. It ensures high-quality cheese is made by a traditional production method with particular ingredients in a specific region. Europe protected its cheeses and wines and various things not only to stop other countries from copying them, but stopping other people in the same country from copying them. Nobody in France can call their bubbly wine champagne unless it is produced in Champagne, France. So it applies... Just as equally to the origin, the country of origin, as it does to anyone else. Are you going to have some brie cheese? You should be enjoying some cheese while I am telling you this interesting tale. Well, let's see here. Now that uh, mozzarella. That's what they call a fresh cheese. It's cream cheese. Feta, goat cheese, mozzarella, they're all in the same group. Enjoy them on a baguette with fruits or nuts or herbs, stuffed peppers, mushrooms, or chicken. And you got to keep them tightly wrapped up to a week in the refrigerator when you store it. Now, brie cheese, the soft kind. Camembert on crackers or baguette. They're delicious with apples, turkey, or ham. Baked in a puff pastry, you can keep it in a package for up two weeks in the refrigerator. Can you freeze cheese? Hmm. I have done it. It's probably not the best thing to do for the cheese. But if you're dealing with sort of a shredded, a big bag of shredded cheese and you don't want it to go all green, I would freeze it. But that's just me. I'm no expert. There is semi-soft cheese. That's like Jarlsberg and Havarti. Great on sandwiches, salads, burgers, pizza, quiche, tarts, and gratins. Uh, You can keep it in parchment paper for up to two weeks in the refrigerator. And then hard cheese would be cheddar, machego, uh, parmigiano-reggiano. And that's delicious with chutney, fruit, nuts... And that can last up to two weeks in the refrigerator in plastic wrap. And finally, blue. Blue cheese. Cambozola, Gorgonzola. Roquefort. Stilton. It's delicious in salad dressings, on salads, baked pears, steaks, and burgers. 
and it can stay in package for up to two weeks in the refrigerator. You can try the following pairings of cheese with wine or beer. Fresh goat cheese cozies up to Sauvignon Blanc, a citrusy Belgian beer, or even a crisp dry cider. Brie pairs well with Beaujolais, Chardonnay, and wheat beers. Jarlsberg goes well with Beaujolais, Chardonnay, and most styles of beer. Try cheddar with Baresco, Sauvignon Blanc, and red beers, and serve Stilton with a vintage port. Mmm. Versatile Jarlsberg, by the way, can be used in sandwiches and salads as a snack. Heating makes it stretchy and gives it an added sweetness that provides a new depth of flavor when melted in uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Finally, and yes, I got this from the Costco connection. Building a cheese board. Perhaps if you have people over, make sure you're all vaccinated. So I went to see my doctor today, as I mentioned, and I just want to say that I'm not too happy with my doctor. She's nice enough, but it just feels, and I don't know if this is how all doctors are these days, but it just feels like data entry. She just asks me questions. She puts it in this computer, and in the end, I don't get any answers. The answer is, oh, we'll have to do more tests. You can't just tell me. You can't just tell me from your expert opinion of all these years that you've worked in in medicine. You can't just spit out some opinion. Just give me anything to go on. Oh, I have to do more tests. Here, let me sign you. Let me enter that into the computer. That's annoying. So, just saying that, and she probably would tell me not to eat cheese. Or she wants me to eat less cheese because she wants me to have more good fats and not the bad fats. Good fats are like in sardines, mackerel, avocados, walnuts, salmon, but not cheese. How about if you put cheese on salmon? Ew. That might be for some people, but... Building a cheese board. And so I'm just saying, I'm getting tired of this doctor. I don't know if this is how all doctors are. But please let me know. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews daily, as in what this podcast will try to be. Sometimes I get interrupted by things like Christmas parties and doctors and such. Plan on, a, on 1 to 2 ounces of cheese per person when you're building a cheese board. Give the cheese time, up to an hour, to reach room temperature before serving. Leave the rinds on, the rinds on the cheese, that nice hard part to the cheese on the sides. Do you eat the rinds? Some you can't eat, you probably shouldn't. That's my opinion. Leave the rinds on to keep the cheese from drying out and only leave unrefrigerated for two hours. Place three to five cheeses with different milk types, flavors, textures, and colors on a slate or wooden board. Arrange ramekins filled with jams or juicy fruits. Use sliced baguettes or mild crackers that won't overpower the cheese's flavor. Hey, is Trader Joe's still selling baguettes? I went there yesterday. I had not been to the Trader Joe's by myself in a long time. And actually kind of reminded me of Basil as well. Because I think the last time I went to Trader Joe's by myself, Basil was in the car. So I had this feeling the whole time I was in Trader Joe's. Wondering how Basil was in the car. Grief is a crappy thing. I'm not a fan of grief. Not a fan of grief. But we all have to deal with it, right? 
So, yes, I couldn't find the dang baguettes anywhere. Use sliced baguettes or mild crackers that won't overpower the cheese's flavor. Add seasoned or dry fruits and nuts. Use one knife for each type of cheese to avoid flavors intermingling. Um, I was going to cover on the podcast today ways to see if you are so dense that you can't pick up on other people's subtle or not so subtle hints do you have let's say a a block a a somehow your your deaf your tone deaf to the signals people are sending you for example this guy today as i mentioned this christmas luncheon is happening tomorrow he can't go and he basically Weaseled his way he, he alluded to how he couldn't go And out of the kindness of my heart I said okay yes I will pick up something for you From the lunch I find out later That he didn't want to go to the lunch Because he didn't want to run into someone That he heard had been invited So that's his whole reasoning It was not the reason that I had been told By him So I'm just, you know, he comes to see me later in the day after I've gotten this information. And basically, I should have confronted him on it. My fault. I should have just said, hey, you use me. I'm not a fan of that. But instead, I was just very cold. And just, uh-huh. Yeah, I got work to do. You know, that kind of thing. I would pick up on that a mile away if somebody put that down. And I would think, well, what is it that maybe uh, I did? Some people, wow. And it's not just me that sends him signals. It's everybody. So I don't get it. Maybe that's a signal I'm not getting. I don't get it. That is a signal I'm not getting. That's why I'm not getting it. But we're outside a cafe anyway. Look who's here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly. You are chef supervisor. Oh my gosh, Mike Matthews. There are a lot of dense people in this world, Mike Matthews. In England, they like to say that they're thick. Wow. I never heard you make that noise before. It's because I have retainers, Mike Matthew. I didn't think retainers still made that sort of noise, you know, with Invisalign and all that. They do, Mike Matthews. Quit arguing. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. This is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. It sounds like some people are really thick and and dense. Like the solar system. You mean like certain galaxies are dense? And neutron stars and pulsars. They're so dense. A tiny bit of the pulsar would be several billions of pounds on Earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That sounded just like it came right from a Carl Sagan special. Thank you, John Deere the Engineer. And thank you to all engineers and floormans and gift shop supervisors and everybody this Christmas. And everybody around the world, thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. And give me a call, 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast will try to be. And with more, it's A-Frame taking us out on other ways to contact me. She will have some other suggestions for you. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.